Welcome to the Half Hill Report. News and items of interest for and about the village of Half Hill, the Valley of the Four Winds, Pandaria, and all of Azeroth. Half Hill Report is produced in cooperation with Half Hill Agricultural College, dedicated to serving the educational needs of the greater Valley of the Four Winds community. I'm your host, Tosh Mafuni, and it's listener letter time again. And this one actually came in the regular mail, so thanks for that. This letter comes from, well, uh, okay, it's unsigned, but they write, Dear Tosh Mafuni, I'm a loyal listener and have been listening since the beginning. I've heard you thank your dad several times on the show. Why not thank your mom? Huh. (laughs) Okay, Mom, I recognize your handwriting. And thanks for writing. And now, on with the news. In local news, local pig farmer, and noted stick in the mud, Liang Thunderfoot is seeking the assistance of any adventurers in the region in locating three missing pigs, Ling, Jian, and Smelly? Did I read that right? Yeah, Smelly. Liang believes the three wandered away from Thunderfoot Ranch and might be located somewhere west of the ranch. A reward is offered for their safe, whole, and uncured return. In news from around Azeroth, Horde and Alliance forces are continuing their battle on the seething shore for control of the energy source known as Azerite. Now known to be the very life essence of Azeroth itself, Azerite was released during the defeat of the Burning Legion when the Dark Titan Sargeras plunged a mighty sword into Azeroth itself. We can only hope that whomever ultimately gains control of this resource will use it with wisdom. The Half Hill Report is made possible in part this week thanks to a generous donation from Half Hill's own Stonecarver Mac, proudly producing the very finest monuments of all kinds. For all your functional and decorative stone carving needs, just follow the ringing of chisel and hammer to the terrace above the lazy turnip. And now, the farm report. Joe Goo's word on tomorrow's crops is pumpkins. So, do with that what you like. You know, Joe Goo has been a real fixture around Half Hill for many years, and despite a pretty obvious inability to handle his brew, is actually a decent sort. I don't know whether his farming advice is worth 25 gold, but hey, it's gotta be better than mine. Checking the Azeroth calendar, the monthly Dark Moon Fair wraps up today, and the annual feast of Noble Garden has a few days left, so be sure not to miss it. And speaking of events in Azeroth, Professor Talit talked me into another field trip to the Borean Tundra this past week to observe the annual March of the Tadpoles. We had an absolutely delightful time seeing Murloc King Murgle Murgle and all the cute little murloc tadpoles. We even had a pair of tadpole murlocs, Tiny Briny and Murky Jr. by name, follow us around as we collected clams to feed them. I didn't particularly care for our run-in with an aggressive orca named Murga, but despite that, and the slightly nauseating boat trip to get there, this event was well worth it. This week, we're continuing our focus on Pandaren history. 
Last week, we covered the Pandaren Revolution up to the Battle of the Vale of Eternal Blossoms and the death of Mogu Emperor Lao Fei. Kang, the Fist of Dawn, took a mortal wound in his battle with Lao Fei and died on the field. Kang's blessed staff, Shei Lun, was returned to the Temple of the White Tiger to be taken up later by Pandaren Emperor Shao Hao. But that's a story we'll cover another time. The freed slave races that made up the rebel forces, delirious with their victory over their oppressors, also hungered for revenge. There was talk of seeking out and eradicating all surviving Mogu, until one of Kang's wisest students, Song, came forward and reminded them of the teachings of their fallen leader. He told them that revenge was not the same as justice, and that they would be no better than the Mogu if they engaged in such cruelty. Song finally convinced them that the only proper response to the evil of the Mogu was justice, morality, and benevolence. With these as their guiding principles, a new Pandaren Empire was born and prospered for 100 years, coexisting in peace alongside the empires of the other freed slave races, the Hosen, the Jinyu, the Grummels, and the Yangul. But their battles were not over. Seeking to claim lands in Pandaria granted them by the Mogu, the Zandalari trolls brought the flames of war back to Pandaria. We'll discuss the Zandalari invasion in a future episode. As always, I'm coming to you live from the Lazy Turnip Inn. After a hard day in the fields, why not stop by and ask Den Den for a cold, refreshing Storm Stout brew? When in doubt, reach for a Storm Stout. Thanks for joining me again, and make sure to listen later this week for another hilarious episode of My Sister Dene. This week, Jenna tries to talk her romance-crazed sister Jenna out of sneaking away to the Dark Moon Fair with a certain disreputable young Pandaren. See you next week, and remember, free Pandaria. <laughs>